had somebody trying to re- trying to renege um, renege out the bet, <laughs> but uh, they're not gonna let them do it, man. Because it's no, like no, you know, no, 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 no. Because that series it, was tough last year with just Luca, and you had um, you had a hurt Kristaps Porzingis who didn't play right a, after yeah, a couple who, games. Well, after, I think after game three, game three got hurt, and it's just it, and then the Mavs just a better team. You got more help, a better Tim Hardaway Jr. You got Jalen Brunson who wasn't there. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith is better, so you know they just it's, it's a bad matchup, man. Because none of them can stick Luca. That's the problem. They can't stick Luca, and those guys are dogs. Like they don't they they play. They, they come don't back to play. down. Yeah, they come they don't to back play. down. And they got some shot makers, man. They got confidence. They got shot makers, and then they got a um another bad matchup in Porzingis in terms of if he applies himself, it's just you know I mean, he got a seven foot three guy that can shoot threes and. You know, finish at the rim, and it's, yeah. it's different. It's, it's, a, it's a bad matchup, especially with the screen and roll game with Zubats and the other bigs. It is for the Clippers. It is. It's just a, it's a bad matchup. I think the Clippers personally should either go all the way big or go all the way small. They need to they need to uh, get the Mavs out of what they're doing. I think Paul George needs to actually step up too. But um... yeah, yeah, he, he, they both need to. Step up, but defensively, yes. honestly, yes. you look at it, it's on Paul George and Kawhi Leonard because you know it's positionless basketball. But let's be honest, Luka Doncic is their size, they both oh, yeah, sticking him. All three of them are traditional small forwards, they have other skills, but they're small forwards. And you know, to me, it should be all right, PG said, Look, I'm gonna take him in the first half, Kawhi, you take him in the second half, uh, Kawhi, you take him in the first half. And then I take him in the second half, and you be the closer on offense. You have your energy on offense, and I take him. I'll, I'll take him for the second half. To me, they need to work that out. Even they switch, they even alternated during quarters. They need to figure out something where only those two guys are sticking them, and they need to stop switching so much. Yeah, just maximize, just maximize it. And it, what 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 Mike and Scotty do to uh, Tony Cool Coach? Mm-hmm. I got him this quarter. You take him the next quarter. Exactly. And burn them out. Burn them out. Yeah. And that's what they should do um, and make the other guys beat you, which they can, but make somebody else create shots for other people. See, I don't think Dallas has that. That's why when they, when they play the elite teams, they lose. Um, the teams that have good chemistry, you know, um, the, yeah, they, they would just take Luke out the game. Or the other thing is they make Luca play defense. You know, what I would do is I would attack Luca, whoever, whoever he's guarding, don't let him hide, make him play defense. And that shouldn't be too hard. Like this is this is simple shit. Like I'm not the biggest basketball guy, but I think this is like simple shit. It is. It's simple, man. But you know, um, sometimes some things are so simple that it, uh, people it, it gets beyond people because they think they're so elevated in the game or the sport, either because they played or because they got experience. That sometimes they miss out on just doing the simple ABCs and one, two, threes. Do you think this opens up? Uh, and shows weaknesses of Kawhi Leonard and shows that he can no longer like catch people off guard with the way he plays and the things that he does. I mean, every, I think people know Kawhi is what he is. Um, Kawhi with his championships, it was more so timing and he was lucky with all the injuries when he got his championships. Um, when he was on the Spurs, he was known for his defense because that was his role. He, he was like the fifth, fourth or fifth option offensively. You know, you had Duncan, Parker, Ginobili. Hell, probably somebody else, but you even had Kawhi. Um, it was about him playing defense. 
Um, Toronto, I mean, you had way too. He got lucky. They got all those injuries, you know, all those injuries, man. So, I mean, I give him credit, but um, like the title of this program, not impressed. I, I'm not impressed with Leonard. Neither. And um, I know what he is. I always know what he's been. He's not the type of leader like a LeBron is or even no. like a KD is or these other guys. He, he's a player. That's why he's a baller. He's a player. Yeah. And that's all you're going to get out of him. You're not going to get any intangibles out Ain't, of Kawhi. Isn't this the same guy that called out LeBron J- James and told him to come guard me or something like that? In, in a sense, yes. It's also the same guy that, you know, said, okay, now I'm going to go to the Clippers and, you know, did the whole billboard and advertisement thing talking about L.A. is his town. You He's know? the king. And it's bad. It's a bad look, bro. And I, I don't think it's anything that – he especially can recover from it hurts Paul George, but it hurts Kawhi more because people are going to think about that, that he was not successful with the Clippers and they're going to say, but he won championships. They're going to say, well, yeah, you know, he, he was a fifth or fourth of his best guy on San Antonio. You know, those teams were carried by Duncan Park and Ginobili. Yeah. And so what he the, did with the Spurs was unexpected. No one saw it coming. Not only that, but you know, it's easier to, to, to find some success when there's three other guys that the other yeah. team is clearly focused on. Absolutely. Right? Or it's easier to go all out on defense when you got three other guys who are the primary scorers. And Hall of Famers. Not, yeah, Hall of Famers. So that's the thing with Kawhi. Again, no, no, not taking any credit away from him. He's a great player. He's a top 10 NBA player. He's not in my top five. He's top 10 right now in the NBA. Um, and I just think, uh, yeah, I just think he is what he is. And I yeah. think Paul George is what he is. And I think it was a bad match. Um, Kawhi is turning out to be a lot like Michael Jordan when it comes to putting the team together. Bad decisions. I just think that uh, he, he uh, bit off more than he could chew. I don't think that he was quite prepared for this. Uh, the low management thing was something that he was able to get away with for a while. And then you have more people speak out and go, yo, I go out here and I play 82 games. I don't load management. Well, that sounds like I play 75 and he's playing 60 to 65 games. And they're like, yo, I'm, I got injuries, but I'm playing through it. This, that, and the third. And there was no way, nowhere for him to, to hide after a while. Cause it's like, dude, we, we need you to play. We were already balling before you got here. We were balling yeah, he, before you got here. He made the wrong choice with who he decided to team up with and who he made the Clippers give up all those assets for because he wasn't real with himself about who he is. You can't be a – like he's an alpha on the court, but he's a beta when it comes to leadership, mm-hmm. and he's not vocal. So to me, if you're a guy who's like that, you need to have a guy who is like that. PG is not that dude. No. PG is – a mildly, a slightly more verbal version of Kawhi, right? With with less dog in him. So to me, uh, LeBron would have been a great teammate with him, even though that would I, I respect him for not going to LeBron. But really? to me, really, really, you respect I, him for I, that? I, okay. I respect him for not going to LeBron because he he views LeBron as a peer and as a competitor within his era that's at his position. Now, granted, PG is too. Don't get it twisted. But the difference is there's a huge difference between LeBron James and Paul George in terms of accomplishments and what they've done. Um, 
So I, I just think he would have been, I'm going to tell you what he's going to end up doing. And I think it's going to work out for him maybe. See, he needed to be what a guy like, he's going to end up going, he's going he to leave the Clippers high and dry and it's going to be nasty. It's going to be a nasty breakup. But he's going to leave the Clippers, bro. People think he's not going to do it because he's from L.A., he went home. But, bro, it ain't going to work out. It's not going to work out. And where Nobody, do you think he'll go? The Miami Heat. Mm. They got a max slot open. They got, they got some rough riders there. They got some people. And, and the, the team is built the right way in terms of you can see what they're missing uh, 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 on Miami. And you got Butler. Butler has the will and some skill, but Kawhi is more skilled and is more talented. Could you imagine? Just think about what Toronto did to Giannis, because he he had you had um, um, Kawhi and what's the other brother name uh, on Toronto? I, I his name Pascal Siakam, right? Okay. Yeah. And and they were able to form that wall and stop Giannis. Now you get a guy who could be on ball like Kawhi. Giannis, Giannis is great with his size, getting past everybody. He can't go around Kawhi, so he would bully ball. But what he got in trouble is Siakam will come over with that length, and then Toronto had other sides. They would just wall Giannis off in the basket. It ain't gonna be no difference in Miami. You got a guy like Giannis, you can have either Butler on him, or you can put you take Kawhi could take him. And then next thing, all you do is you got a dog like Butler that can come in and scrape and get down. And help out, and then you got a guy like Bam Adebayo who can physically match Giannis. So I, I just think, um, and in the East, you know, you either gonna be, you either got to go all offense, which ain't nobody gonna be better offensively than the Brooklyn Nets in terms of talent. You're just not gonna be better than Harden, Irving, and, and Durant. And so you got to be their defense. Um, and then Milwaukee kind of has this sweet middle spot with Middleton, Giannis, and and Drew Holiday. Again, Holiday and, 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 uh, um, and Middleton, lesser names, but again, very talented. They get the job done. They have a phenomenal series against Miami. I think it'll be very different for them in, in the second series. They're going to play a lot more defense uh, because obviously the Nets have way more skilled offensive players than the Heat do. Woo. And that's going to take that's going to take a lot out of uh, a lot out of out of Milwaukee's players because they're oh, going yeah. to gonna play D all the time and. Those three guys are, you know, it's not just a star, a superstar and two stars or a, a, a super, you know, a, a three star. It's, it's three superstars who are elite, who are going to take an elite effort to try to hold down a little bit. And then you, you and then you look at the fourth guy on that team. It's With Joe elite, elite shooters. With elite, With elite shooters. shooters. And, and, and it's a problem, bro. It's a problem. The only thing about New Jersey is, is if they get apathetic on defense, if they turn the ball over doing too much, you know, uh, um, and one basketball, yeah. like it's Rucker Park, and, and if they don't do a better job of uh, playing uh, uh, rebounding as a team because they're, they're not that big up front, it's going to take all those guys to rebound. I think they need to sacrifice. What they're going to realize in the Milwaukee series, and I got them winning that series in six or seven games, is they're going to have to sacrifice – fast break points and transition points and leaking out to all five guys are going to have to crash the defensive backboards to keep Milwaukee off the offensive glass so they don't get second and third chance points. And then at that point, just you got the talent and skill and the shooting to, to, to get them in, 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 in the half-court game. You're good enough to score on anybody in the half-court game. I think that's going to be an adjustment they're going to make. 
And I think Milwaukee's going to give them some trouble, and they're going to realize, no, we all need to rebound. Early on when uh, LeBron was making his decision and Kawhi was making his decision, who did you think he should have went to? I thought LeBron should have went to the Lakers. I thought LeBron should have did exactly what he did, go to the Lakers. Right, but what about Kawhi? Where did you think he should have went? Um, I didn't have a problem with Kawhi going to the Clippers. I like Kawhi going to the Clippers. He just shouldn't have picked Paul George. Mm. So what other option? Who, who, who else could he have tried to bring there? I mean, look at how much they gave up for Paul George. If you look at it, it's astronomical. They could have got other stars. Who would I have gone for? Um, man. I, I would have just waited a year, like a year or two. Just, I mean, personally, you know, because his contract was up, so he didn't want to re-sign long-term. May, I probably would have tried to do one more year in Toronto. I probably would have. And then came out. But, you know, the opportunity was there for him to go to Clippers, so he did it. I, I think, okay, you go to the Clippers, you got a multi-billionaire owner who's very aggressive who would definitely write the checks. Um, you back, you're back in your hometown. Not Paul George. I'm trying to think who. Who would have been really good um, there with Kawhi? I, know, I can't think of anybody right this second, but uh, it's, I will, next time we talk, I'll give you about probably five other guys. <laughs> I want to pick Paul George. Nah, it's, it's, so it's that's the time. reason why I asked, because I was like, there, was, there wasn't much else out there. That's why... I, Originally, when that happened, I was like, why didn't he just stay another year in Toronto to just like... Well, remember, it was a trade. It wasn't like Paul George was a free agent. It was a trade. So if you give Correct. up that many assets, they could have traded for anybody giving up that many assets. Yeah, but I would have just stayed in... He should have just stayed in Toronto, you know. Uh, I mean, had, I personally would have stayed for one more year without a doubt to try to run run it back. Yes. You got Siakam ascending. You had Kyle Lowry there still toward the end, but who was still a baller. You were in the East. Yeah, I know Brooklyn's doing what they're doing, but you guys, you had some rough riders with you. And it's Toronto. I mean, to me, he should have just tried to do that and then see, you know, see how things and, sort of, uh, shook and, out. So, And for what it sounds like, they tried to put the, the the Toronto in his hands and give him everything that he actually wanted to keep him there. But Yeah, they tried to, but he wanted, he wanted you know, Kawhi's about his comfort zone, mainly because Kawhi wanted to um, – Kawhi's from the San Diego area. So even though Kawhi plays with the Clippers and practices, Kawhi still go. They allowed him to go all the way home to San Diego. They had to have stopped that by now. No, they haven't. It's they in his contract, to. bro. It's in his contract. They had to, man. Like I, I wouldn't like, dude. You got to get get your ass in here, man. It's it's in his contract. That's crazy. It's in his contract. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So you know, um, obviously, you know whether it's a helicopter or whatever mode of transportation he's doing getting from san diego back to down to la whatever he's doing he he got the deal he wanted now i wouldn't have catered to him that much if i was a clippers but no let's think about this let's think about this they are the clippers very true and their owner is willing to spend the chop for it but yeah and it's not like anybody's getting up saying you know what man i feel like it's clipper nation today no that's lakers town man so yeah. you gotta do it you they had to sell out the problem is is that they should have told him, we'll give you what you want money-wise and all these conditions, but you're not building the team. The moment he'd have said Paul George to me, if I was a GM, I'd have been like, nah, bro, no. We, no, we're not doing Paul George. That's that's not what we need because we need somebody who who, who can be vocal, who can be a leader, um, who, who has complementary skills, not necessarily similar skills, 
and um and, and also not a lack of leadership and being vocal. And let's be honest, uh, Paul George has really struggled has a history of struggling in the postseason. So, do you think uh, once they get the stadium built that they should uh, change the name of the Clippers? I think they should. Oh, let me. Oh, I ask this question. They could have. I would have traded. I would have traded that package for James Harden. Yikes. Yikes. James Harden or the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard. Isn't he from uh, Cali too? Um, no, no, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where James Harden from. I know he went to college at Arizona State. Okay. I don't know where he where he's originally from, though. But I know he went to Arizona. I know he went to ASU. But um, yeah, man, uh, I don't want that James. I don't know if I took James Harden over Paul George. That'd have been way more complimentary. Um, I think the Clippers should know. change their name too. Like once this stadium is built, I think they should change their name. I will find a new name. I'm dead serious. Like you, you, you want to go through a rebranding process? Yeah, just 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 cut it because the, it, there's so much bad history with that name. I would just I would just cut it off. Like yo, we're, we're starting over. There will be no more Clippers Nation. We're gonna call it something else. Uh, the Bomber Ballers or some shit. Like I don't I don't yeah. care, man. Like get rid yeah, of that I, though. Yeah, to me, if they would have got somebody else instead of P, if they got Harden instead of PG. Yeah, I should. I don't went for Harden. I don't went for. Damn, I mean, who, let me just think. Somebody else coming to my mind. I mean, man, it, it, it's several guys. I I would have tried to get over over Paul George. Um. Yeah, it's not coming to my mind right this second. Because I know James Harden was wanted out of Houston. That's why I know they definitely could have made that deal. Yeah, definitely. You know. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a whole host of things. I know they looked at Chris. They thought about Chris Paul. But obviously, he gets hurt a lot in the postseason, like he's hurt now again. Man, what what is it? Every year, seems like. Am I, I wrong? Think, like it seems like here, every year. He here's gets my hurt. thing: it is bad luck, but also is it makes sense. Chris Paul is a little guy amongst giants, but he's got that bulldog, that pit bull, bulldog mentality. So he does a lot of little, you know, chippy stuff to kind of make people feel him. He wants you to feel him that he's there. Don't look down at me. I'm going to make you feel me. You know, he don't want us down there biting at your ankles. You know what I'm saying? That's Chris Paul. The problem is, is that when you start bumping around around trees, eventually branches fall. Yeah. They fall on you. That shit hurt. And I think that's what's happening to Chris Paul is he mixes it up a little too much. And by mixing, by way of mixing it up, he, he you know, he, he, catch, he catches a body. Yeah, his tenacity gets the best of him. Um, yeah. that's that's why they make weight classes in boxing, pimp. You know, you yeah. can't be you can't be messed with them guys. You 200 pounds and these guys is 240, 250, and you messing around, like you said, in them trees. You're going to get hurt at some point. So and it, but it seems like it's every year he goes to the playoffs, he's hurt. Yeah. Damn yeah. it, man. Damn yeah. it. All right, moving along. Moving along. Did you hear what Tyson Fury, John Fury, the the father, John Fury, said. No, I didn't hear what he said. What, what did he say? So after the arbitration was made, he said that he told Tyson Fury, his son, that he should throw the belt in the, in the garbage, forget about it, let Wilder have it, and we go over here and fight AJ anyway. Mm-hmm. He said he doesn't have to worry about it. We can worry about the belt later. We can go over there. We can whoop AJ, come back, and grab that belt. He said he was yeah, more. Con- I mean, he was more confident, li- more mm-hmm. confident, and Fury Tyson Fury beating AJ than he was in him beating Wilder. 
Well, yeah, because I think he understands that Wilder is a puncher, and he understands that Wilder is going is really focusing on getting that punch off, and and he's angry. He got to do the intensity level is different. I mean, there's boxing and then there's fighting. I think one people are gonna realize, and we're gonna I'm gonna find out something about the Ante Wilder. I think is there. This is gonna be a fight. And I think um, Wilder is going to make it a fight. Uh, and no I think that's what, to. I think that's, it. number one, no choice. And it's just in the spirit and he ain't got no choice. He's not going to outbox Tyson Fury. Um, and I think, you know, you said John Fury, I think he knows that. Where with AJ, AJ is definitely going to try to box Tyson Fury. And, uh, you know, AJ has some issues. He gets tired and, you know, he, susceptible to getting hurt on the easy easy side so you're gonna feel more comfortable with aj i think aj will try to power box though i think he's i think when you watch him he he tries to power box especially with ruiz when he realized what happened that first when he came back it was it was it was a beautiful boxing exhibition but if you're watching it's like power boxing like hard jabbing you know hard jabbing right hand over the top like it's really hard like it, it was nothing like there was stinging jabs in there, but it was like hard boxing. Like he was just trying to make a statement. Like if you come in here, you're getting hurt. Like if you get in my wheelhouse, you are getting hurt. You may hit me, right. but I'm going to fuck you up when you get in here. Yeah. And I think for Wilder, like you just said, uh, we, we talked about this on the last podcast. He will have to box and bang, but it will be more like uh, power boxing and banging. Um, there's no yeah. way that he can he can beat Tyson Fury in a boxing match at all at any time. I, I've said that. No. And I'll also say this, no disrespect to, to him as a fighter, but I bet on Fury winning the first fight and a second fight. I did. I bet on, I bet on Fury winning those fights because I was like, there's no way with that skill set you can beat Deontay Wilder. I mean, you can, uh, you can beat uh, Tyson Fury straight up, but now we're finding out a lot of this stuff was going on and behind the scenes and the gloves and the shaving of the gloves and, all types of things, brass knuckles put in the gloves. Or and and that's, like why, that. that's why I'm disappointed in Fury because the skill set is there. It's like, why you got to cheat, bro? Because you know you can't win. You know you can't win. Listen, Deontay Wilder made the realest statement, but the most arrogant and conceited statement of all to me, well, or one of them. He said, it, it takes y'all 12 rounds to beat me. It only takes me 12 seconds. Yeah. All I need is 12 true. seconds. In the 12 yep. seconds, it's him hitting you and you dropping and him going to the neutral corner and they count you out. That's it. Yeah. He said it takes yeah, y'all true. 12 rounds to beat me and it takes me 12 seconds to beat y'all. He said, that's all I need. It's one shot. So you think, so you think that's why he cheated? Because he, he couldn't he want to risk it going to full 12 rounds. There is no. There. Yeah. If it takes yeah. you 12 seconds to whip me, what you think I'm going to do? Hey, man, put plaster yeah. Paris, Paris in my glove. Put the plaster Paris in my glove. Make sure I'm good. Uh, I don't know if he took something to keep his adrenaline high. That way, if he passed out, it would wake him back up. He could have done a lot of stuff. He could have had adrenaline, coffee, whatever it was, some caffeine, anything in his system uh, to, to, to make sure he was awake during that fight. But I don't know. I ain't in the corner. All I know is that that man gloves and the hand wraps dis- disappeared after every fight. I also know that one of the judges uh, from over in the UK has been banned or they can't find him. Uh he, he, he said it was something wrong with Tyson gloves a couple of times. And, and that's the reason mm-hmm. why the guy's license got suspended or maybe they can't find a guy. He just doesn't want to talk anymore. But um, right. These are things that let me know 
that there is not enough faith in a in a in a skill set of Tyson Fury to win a twelve yeah. round fight. Yeah, this this lets me know that like that there, there's something that that's lacking, and the thing that I see lacking most of all is the mental the mental capacity to stay focused for uh for Tyson Fury. I feel like even those moments where he got caught, that first knockdown in the first fight when he got caught, that was just lack of discipline the mental the mental discipline he failed on that well he didn't fail but he 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 broke he broke focus and he got caught so um i was listening to his dad talk about it and i was like why would you say all that unless you don't think that he can go 12 rounds mm-hmm. and now with this guy posting deontay wilder posting pictures and he's cutting off the ring and he's not going backwards he's going forward yeah i mean he, he know Fury is going to try to walk him down and do that, but Deontay doesn't want his hands to go. It's obvious what he's going to do to keep Fury from backing him up. It ain't going to be no fancy footwork. Deontay is not going to get any of that all of a sudden in one training camp. He is what he is. He's just going to press forward and let his hands go. And champ, make sure that when you jab blocking, you get your hands back. That's how you got caught a few times with those uh, punches. That jab block yeah. is crucial to knocking people's hands away, but you got to make sure you get your hands back. Um, yeah, so that's one of the things that I'm not impressed. The whole Kawhi Leonard situation with uh, the Clippers and Mavs. Did you 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 said it's a sweep, right? Who the Mavericks? Or is it has is it one one two 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 one? For who for who you mean the Mavericks and Clippers? Mavericks, yeah, Mavericks Clippers. Oh, it it, it, it it it's uh um zero games to the Clippers, two games to the Mavs. The Mavs up two games, and then both those games were Clipper home games. Now game three is back in Dallas. Yikes. Oh, man. that's and, and, and let's not forget about this. The Clippers could have been the number two seed, or it was the number three seed in the West. What they did was, or, or number two seed, they could have been a higher seed instead of the four seed. They purposely lost at the end of the season. They set the starters out, Kawhi, low management. They lost to Oklahoma City. They lost, look, look at it. They lost some three crappy teams at the end of the season to avoid the Lakers. So they were they could have been where Phoenix is. Phoenix got elevated to two because the Clippers fell off. So Phoenix played that season through, and the Clippers did it to avoid either Lakers and Portland in that first round. Wow. And so they got Dallas. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. Dallas is the five. Yeah, we want them. Wow. And be careful what you be careful what you ask for, what you wish for. Man, because y'all got it. Y'all got to hand it right to y'all on the silver platter, man. And them boys yep. look like they are are ready to get y'all the fuck up out of here, Pam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they look like they in are in that order, man. In that order, man. It so it, they don't really have a center over in Dallas, do they? Yeah, Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, but he's a he's a he's a stretch four to me. That guy's nah, not man. A look, he's seven foot three. He a center. He's a man, center. That, he ain't no center, man. He can barely uh, walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. He's, he's still a center, man. He, he, he <laughs> plays the five. That's the position. He, I mean, you know, NBA now's position was basketball. But yeah. He's, he's listed as a center. I guess. I guess. So, yeah. In this era, it works. Uh, yeah. Ten years ago, he, he they would have killed him. Yeah, because, you know, he's slight. You know, but the game is different. The game isn't as physical as it used to be. But I think I think he would have done decent. But when you got C. Webb and Rasheed Wallace and KG and all those dominant guys, like they would have ate him up. 
Yeah, and Tim Duncan. They they would have just wore him out. Yeah. They would have just drained. They would have drained drained him. Dirk, so. Antonio McDice, all those guys would have. They'd have went to work yeah. on him. They would have went to work on him. Uh, the other thing that I'm not impressed with is the way that these promotional banners are not making these fights. It's really a shame that we have to see these, in your words or in other people's words, these tomato cans get these fights and and people make excuses for, for why this guy is so good or why this guy earned the chance to fight. And I'm not really enjoying it, man. It just it's so much. There's so many other better fights out there that could be made and we're not seeing them. Uh, I recently heard on the Mike Tyson podcast where they said, Fighters are ducking Bud Crawford. <laughs> yeah, you say what is that Henry Cejudo said that? Henry. Henry yeah, Cejudo. Henry, Henry is a great champion in the UFC. He he needs to stick to the UFC. He don't know shit about boxing. <laughs> Henry Cejudo, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, he don't know shit about boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, my God, man, man! What are you talking about? So Harry Soto, shout out to everybody in Brussels that uh, listens to my podcast and in the UK. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Harry Soto, what are you talking about? If you look at Bucks Crawford's last five fights, who chose those guys? Who chose them? Like no one's. Who's choosing? Those particular fighters. Now go look at Errol Spence's last five fights. The best I mean, fight, the best, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'll be real quick with this. When has Bob Arum, who's the promoter of, of Bud Crawford, when is he given a contract to Sean Porter? When is he offered a contract to Keith Thurman? When is he offered a contract to Errol Spence Jr.? When is he offered a contract? to your Dennis Ugas, it's a bunch of talk. So ducking, you can't duck somebody unless they send you the contract and say, let's fight, in my opinion. Other than that, it's talk. People can talk all day long about who they're going to fight. You know, um, Bud was talking about they were going to fight Pacquiao for, for six damn years. There's a lot of talk. Notice the fight got made with Spence. Now, they weren't talking about it. Because no, they, they, they were closed actually, the doors. They closed well, the doors and got that shit done. Yeah, there was something called a contract. And so, so who do you listen real closely? <laughs> you this on TV. <laughs> listen, Tyson Fury with Bob Arum and Eddie Hearn and Matchroom and AJ was doing all this talk about we're going to fight heavyweights clash, unification, undisputed in, 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 the, in the UK or wherever, wherever you're going to do it, Middle East, whatever. It was all talk. There was no contract. When did you ever see a contract? You know what you did see though at that Josh Taylor and Ramirez fight? You saw Josh, you saw Tyson Fury sign that contract from Deontay Wilder. So that is called a fight. Yes. Because it's a contract. So other than that, what are we talking about? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now, I don't blame the promoters, I blame fighters. And I blame networks. I also so, blame, I blame the fighters management team too. Yeah. But I blame the fighters because the fighters hire the managers. Yeah. So I blame the fighters because fighters know who else can fight. Right. 
So if you're a fighter and you Bud Crawford, you know who can fight and you say, well, I want to show him the best. Bro, you know who the best are. So tell the management team. You tell the man, the man, you don't work for the manager. The manager works for you. You tell the manager, make the fight. And here's now, the other key part. Yeah. Um, let me say yeah, this. Yeah. As a fighter, you can also say, if you don't get me this guy, I ain't fighting no more. Yeah. Or you fire the manager and get another one. Now, as it relates to the promoter, okay, get it. I get it. You're with Bob, right? Bob is like, man, look, man, he's going to clear record saying this. I'm not spending money on a fight that I think my guy can lose. He said he's on the record saying this. So here's the thing. If you, if you bug your contract expired about two years ago. So is it Bob's fault or is it Bud's fault? See, to me, it's all Bud's fault, 100%. I don't blame Bob for anything. Bob is just being Bob. If you, That's a fact. If you Bud and you like, I, I want these fights, make them happen, put together a contract, send it to this guy, this guy, make it happen. If he doesn't do it, when your contract is up, you know what you do? You fucking leave. So why do you resign? And I hear all these excuses from Buzz. Oh, you don't know about the money. Oh, he, he's guaranteed. He get a man. Nigga, you get money anywhere. All right. Who 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 ain't gonna pay Bud? Bud gonna go sign with MTK. That's the rumor or somewhere else. That's he the rumor. The same, that's the rumor. He's he gonna get money, bro. So that guy like, quit the lies. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's all about. But making it happen. Now, while you're in your contract, your promoter can legally block you, I guess, right? Because you used to have a signed contract. The moment that contract expires, you could go and do something else. He specifically chose, and you and I had this conversation two years ago. What is he going to do now his contract expired? And he re-upped. So the fact that he re-upped told me something about that was his choice. So that's part of his fault. Now, that's how you blame the fighters. Now, the networks, I blame the networks because the networks are the ones who are paying for all of this, right? The networks are putting the money up. If I'm DAZN, if I'm Fox, PBC, if I'm ESPN, Disney, I'm not putting money up on a bogus fight. I'm not putting money up for Canelo versus Abney Yildirim. I'm not putting money up for Canelo versus um, uh, Callum Smith. And this is no disrespect to, you know, my Mexican brothers and sisters. Uh, I love my, my Mexican brothers and sisters. I love the country. I love the rich history, great boxing tradition, great, great tradition as a people. But the Canelo events are turning into a Mexican appreciation and cultural event as opposed to a sporting event for boxing for a competition. Everybody goes and waves the flag because they're going to leave there feeling good about it. Because it's like, oh, we know Canelo going to win. So, <laughs> shit, you know, we're waving this flag after this is over with. This is great. It's like going to a and Cubs I, game. Well. Similarly you know, to, I, I, I shouldn't have said that, but yeah. somewhat similar. You go to have a good time at the Cubs yeah. game, whether they win or lose. But yeah. you know Canelo is going to win against these guys. So you're really going exactly. just to have a good time anyway, just to bask in the yeah. ambience of it all. So yeah, I feel like he's, you know, I feel like 
the the uh, the Mexican government, whatever department they have, Department of Cultural Affairs, need to just throw some money in on Canelo's fights because he's doing a great job promoting the Mexican culture at all every fight. Yeah, he it's, does. It's, it's it's more of a you know I learned a young lady who was singing with a phenomenal voice, beautiful voice, um, beautiful the, voice, the, the great the great uh, music that he has there uh, uh, at his events and his fights. I, I enjoy it because I love culture and I enjoy the Mexican culture. Um but I'm not enjoying the fight and it's supposed to be a fight. And, and that's the issue I have with Canelo. He's a great talent. I want to see him in a competitive fight. Um, you know, I can go to many neighborhoods here where I'm from and, and consume a lot of great Mexican culture. That's <laughs> a fact. Went, the high school I went to was 50%, you know, Mexican. So uh, I have no problem doing that. And, and it's cool that he's representing his people, but, at the end of the day, I want to see him represent himself as a man in the sport, as a sportsman, and, and fight elite competition so we can see where he really is amongst the greats. Uh, so, and that's with all due respect. That being said, you know, again, with him, I'm not impressed. Not impressed. Not nope. impressed. Nope. Um, you know, and, and that's just the facts of it. Uh, but yeah, back to the networks, man, you know, they keep writing these. They write these checks for these. Yeah, for these and, fights, man. And um, the thing about the Bud Crawford situation, from what I understand, uh, minimum offers were made to Keith Thurman and Sean Porter. One million dollars to Sean. I mean, come on, man. See. That's the type of thing where you say, well, I, I did make an offer, but you knew the offer wasn't going to be good enough. That's like me saying, man, I went to down. I went down. I went downtown to uh to to the uh Bentley Rolls Royce dealership and I put in an offer of 30 racks on a 2019 you know drop head you know like yeah I put in an offer nigga but like do we legitimately think I can buy a drop head Rolls Royce uh, you know do we think I can get that for 30 30,000 dollars no we no we we know that's ridiculous so the offers Bob is putting out there he already knows what the answers to them are going to be they just they just going through the motions just to say they did it, and and it's it's frustrating because again Bud is in the same camp as Canelo. You got all these skills. I see the talent is clearly there. Yeah, it's there. Why won't you fight the other elite fighters? Why won't you do it? Because you can make it happen. Because you employ everybody else. They don't employ you, especially when you in Canelo's position. And especially even if you, even though you signed the top rank, when you're in buzz position, because you decided to sign that contract. Yeah, you did. That was all on you, Pimp. And it's almost like you're sending us, or at least guys who know boxing well enough, it's like you're sending a message to us to say a certain thing about your skill set when it comes to elite fighters. I don't even think it's that, bro. Let me tell you what I think it is. Is I'm going to be real with you. They like fuck us. I'm excuse my language, but that's how they really feel about us because it's like they pissing on our head and trying to call it rain. Like, cause they're focused on the casual thing. That's, you notice that's, that's really seeping into the consciousness when everybody talk about boxing. Yeah. You know, Max Kellerman is supposed to be a boxing analyst, specialist, the audience guys. Expert. But, expert, but they're not talking about anything technical. They're not talking about anything that really appeals to savants or aficionados. They're talking to casual fans. They're talking to people who may 
scroll through stuff on the ESPN app and come across, oh, there's a fight tonight. That's yeah. who they're marketing to because those, that's what the majority of the numbers are. And it's all about the money. It's really not about the sport. And so really the reason why these guys are doing what they're doing, I don't think Canelo's scared. I don't think Bud is scared. I just think they see easy money and they see an uninformed, uneducated audience and they can take advantage of it. That's what I think it is. I ain't saying they're scared. I'm just saying they don't want to get in there and take that ass whooping. Because that next crop of guys, that, that that next crop of guys for Canelo and for Bud, that, that's not a yeah. cakewalk, bro. That's True. not so a think cakewalk. About, but think about it. Let's look at it, right, in business, right? So let's look at it. If I can, let's say I can, I can go and I can do less but get the same amount, but you do more and you get the same amount, what, what, what's somebody going to do? They're going to do less. So if you Canelo and you can continue to get cheered by Avni Yildirim fighting him or Callum Smith and everybody, oh, you're the best pound for pound. Oh, you're the greatest. Oh, you're the – if people just keep shouting you with accolades and not even paying attention to the tomato can you fighting, why would you change? If you Bud, oh, man, Bud. Again, we're talking about two guys who don't fight anybody who are considered – between the pound two of them, pound. Pound. so I want I want you to let that sit in. So, and here's the other thing: I hear people say, and again, I get the eye test, right? I have the eye test. I, do I think they both are phenomenal boxers? Yes, but the reason, and I'm going to amend it. I'm going to amend this: why neither one of them are on my what I call real pound for pound list because they ain't fight nobody. No. Yeah, you only as good as your competition. So if your competition is whack, yeah, you can look like a million dollars. Now, if Canelo runs through a David Benavidez, a Jamal Charlo, you know, uh, uh, Archer Benavidez, if he runs through those guys like he ran through Calma Smith, Archer Benavidez, by all means. You get all the praise from me, man. You get all the praise and I give you your flowers because I know better. I will fly so, to the UK or to Mexico to see you yeah, fight. Exactly, yeah. You beat, so, you beat you know, them, I'm showing up at, a, at events. I have no choice but to show up yeah, because now you're telling does, me. Now you're telling me that it, it don't matter who I fight, where I fight, I'm whooping ass. Yeah, I'll send gifts for all the kings and yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, no doubt, for real. And it's like, so, like, you can't fool me. No. So, but but it's only so many of us who, who, who watch and who get and understand it. You, you, correct. For them, it's about, it's about the casual fan. It's, yeah. Everything is in these... Um, it's in these little snippets, these little cuts. So yeah. when people see that stuff, they see the knockout, they see the and they see the hype machine, the marketing. Yeah. And so even networks, networks are like, well, if we just market this guy this way, like he's a beast, then people are so, you know, untethered to this, they're gonna believe what well, whatever we tell them. Similar to what they did with uh Triple G, right? The, every yeah. time I looked up on HBO, I was seeing this guy knocking out guys. And I would always scroll past it. You know, I would flip the channel. I'm like, this guy's knocking out people. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I haven't even heard of the guy, right? He mm -hmm. got up to about 25, 26 fights and he had knocked out. They say he had knocked out 20 something guys. So I took a deep breath. I was like, all right, I'll tune in. Let me check this guy out. And I'm watching. And he's like, oh, he's a come forward guy. He's a come forward fighter. I go on box rec. I look him up. Like he ain't fought nobody. Like he's supposed to knock these fucking guys out. Like who is he fighting? Right. So right. a guy like me who knows better, who knows what boxing is, who knows what he's looking at, is more educated than a casual fan who scrolls by and hears he's knocked out yeah. 25 consecutive opponents. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, that's like that's like damn near Edgar Berlanga, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Until you could, last fight. You could, you could, yeah, but you could market it the same way, right? He's yeah, knocked yeah, out yeah. 16 consecutive people in the first round. People go, oh, yeah. shit, man, he got to be a hell of a puncher, right? Yeah. But until he starts swimming in deep waters and fighting actual guys that can give him a hell of a run, you don't right. know. You don't know what that is. So when everybody kept saying, that, oh, he's going to be better than Bernard Hopkins and all this, I was like, do you know what Bernard Hopkins did? Like th- that, there is no comparing the two when you look at that. Like the hype machine, as you said, when the industry gets behind yeah. it, they get behind and they make these guys out to be bigger than they are. Yeah. Uh, and the and, culture's changed too. The culture's yeah. changed. We were in the everybody gets a trophy, everybody gets a participation award. Oh man, you know, I get it. Look, we respect these guys. They, you know, they, they get in shape, they work hard. Any man who steps in the ring is a billion times better than me because I've never stepped in the ring. Yeah, that, there's respect there, right? But once you're in there, now you're putting your, your skills on display for all of us to see because you're competing in a sport that people like myself pay their money for to watch and observe and analyze. So you're going to be subject to, you know, the real, to the criticism, to whatever. You put yourself out there, you're making me, you're making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Yes. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Yes. Um, and so at the end of the day, man, it's, it's, it's just um, they're all cheating. The, the, the game because it's easy to, to, to get away. It's easier. It's just easier. Yeah. And so, um, and the part that sucks actually, about it is that yeah. they may impact the next generation coming behind them to, well, we already seen it, right? We're seeing the crying Garcia's. Well, the, yeah. You were seeing a, uh, Tiafim Ho, uh, Lopez, Lopez's. We're seeing those guys come up in, in, in the way that they're going about doing these fights. Now, we're seeing guys slide out the way and no disrespect to no one who has a mental health issue. But when you all of a sudden show back up in the gym and everything is OK and like I know people with mental health issues and they don't want to be fucking bothered. Like they sink very deep when they're when they're actually going through something. So uh, we're seeing so much of that stuff happening now. And it's like affecting the way that fights in a way boxing should actually move forward. What a pattern. Look, let me tell you something about this and you know i feel a whole different type of way about a lot of this you know i i notice i look for patterns so yeah when you're fighting tomato cans mentally stable as hell right you step up you get knocked down ain't what you thought it was but you persevere you win you're feeling good now because you want more followers more attention you're calling out tank you're trying to make your own rules. You're so sharp mentally. You want to make your own rules. So who cares about the belts? Who needs the belt? Even though I'm Devin Haney's mandatory, forget that. What is that? Let me, you know, I'm gonna. I want tank. You know that you got capped there. Then it's like, okay, well, you've been fought, had all these fights with Haney and the amateurs. You know, you guys supposed to fight you the mandatory. You say you want you have you the WBC whatever belt, intercontinental, interim, silver, how many belts Suleiman be putting out there. I feel like he need to just go ahead and holler at G Star and get a licensing deal, making belts. So everybody, everybody, everybody need to be wearing a belt. I, I got a WBC belt. I'm about but, to get one. I'm dead <laughs> serious. <laughs> I, and let me say this before you keep going. Very soon you're gonna see a red, a red belt, a black belt, and a green belt in here. I'm dead serious. Very okay, soon. That's what's up. Okay, no doubt. You're gonna see a, no a IBF, a WBC. And I think yep. the WBA, you're going to see him in here. No, no lie. No lie. Yep. No doubt. So, yeah, man, um, I just think uh, that that's the situation with uh, 
with the game. You got, you know, you got guys like Tia Fimo as well who are saying they bring in back boxing, but you over here claiming you that you're undisputed when you clearly aren't undisputed. There's a dispute. You know what the real big ability is. You knew what the franchise was. And yeah, it, it, shame on WBC and Suleiman. Shame on them. Yeah. But man, what you, you said know. is so is so right on because you said that we're rewarding fourth and fifth place. And yeah. Like that's not how it goes. You're cheating the game by just giving guys trophies just for part just for participation. And it doesn't go like that. Yeah. It, super it's, champion, regular champion. Yeah. Champion, like, come on, like let's, let's stop that. Like this dude knew no, he no, he's not the 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 actual yeah. champion, the WBC yeah. champion. You know you're well, not for the, for the podcast. For the podcast, we should make a belt and call ourselves Southside Champions. Right? Oh, yes, sir. Southside. There's no the champion in Chicago. We just Southside Champion. You got yeah. a West Side Champion, you got an East Side Champion, you got a North Side Champion. And then I'm gonna make them all. I'm gonna be the Southeast champion now. Yeah, yeah, right. You have a Lake Michigan, you have a Lake Michigan champion. You got a Chicago River champion. Yeah, it's it's, 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 ridiculous. it's crazy. It's crazy. So, and, um, and they messing up the game by cheating it like that. And and when you yeah. cheat it, you only make yourself look bad in the end because and I, the more yeah. the more you cheat, the more people find out the the, the dirtiness to it. And the boxing is already a dirty sport as it is, yeah, and it needs to it be is. cleaned up. So. It, and I get, I get it because they want these sanctioning fees. They want money, right? But here's the thing. You can still get the money without giving out the belts and calling people champions. You can say, look, all right, we have a sanctioning body. You want to be recognized. Like anything else, you got to pay your dues. You know? Okay, you register with us. Here, it costs this amount. Okay, yeah, we're going to follow your career. We're going to acknowledge what you do. Yeah, you're going to fight your fights. And then we're going to move. We're going to rank you in our system. Yeah, pay these dues. You don't have to give away a belt. For participating in everything no you know um and i just think that's the biggest one of the biggest issues with the sports is it's not that there's too many champions because there aren't that many champions it's only a few champions really just too many belts too many belts. um and, and that and that's 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 a problem uh and so with that with the wbc wba wbo and ibf i am not impressed we are not impressed, Pimp. There's too many belts. There's a platinum belt, a diamond belt. You know, there's a MABO. Yeah. There's all these different belts that guys can gain. There's an international belt from, from all of them, too. Super champ. Regular champ. We don't even know who's a fucking champ anymore, man. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on anymore when I look you know, at Then you belts. got this ring magazine champ. Like, again, uh, what? Boxing, is, boxing is ripe with all these conflicts of interest. So let's, let's, let's break this down. Because, I don't see, people hear that stuff. And again, it's all marketing. They're all corrupt. All the entire boxing uh, apparatus is all corrupt. So they say, well, he's this champion, he's that champion, he's a Ring Magazine champion. Well, Ring Magazine is not a sanctioning body, number one. It's a magazine that's owned by Oscar De La Hoya. So let's think about that. Oscar De La Hoya. Please inform uh, people of who Oscar De La Hoya is, just in case they're not uh, listening. Just, just in case they don't know. Shout out to Blue Blood, former uh, superstar Mexican. Uh, Three-time high school wrestling champion when he was uh, in junior high, seventh grade, eighth grade, freshman year, then turned to boxing, superstar Mexican boxer. You know, he, he got on his whole list, listed by your accomplishments. He be cracking me up. But anyway, Oscar De La Hoya owned, to, to, to put it back in the context of this conversation before I go there, Oscar De La Hoya is, is, is the owner of Golden Boy, right? And so that's, that's a conflict of interest. So you got a guy who owns the magazine, right? Who is who, who's controlling everything? Obviously, with that magazine, he owns it. He owns a, a promotional company 
but he's ranking the fighters and giving away this issuing this this imaginary belt that's supposed to be set up high like dude of course is corrupt and is biased because uh, he's going to focus on his fighters and who he likes it's not independent so for all the people out there who are into politics you know jeff bezos owns the washington post right I'm pretty sure when you read the Washington Post, you won't talk about, I mean, you'll hear a lot of things, but you probably won't see a lot of articles talking about, you know, multi-billionaires who own multinational corporations who don't pay, pay their fair share of taxes because he's one of them. Right. So, so uh, it, it's a conflict of interest. Correct. So uh, it, it's, it's no different in boxing that you have all these conflicts of interest and, and but they, they're trying to carry them off to us like it's legitimate, like we're, that's stupid. Now, you and I aren't that stupid. And they love it because they're like, look, they know we're on podcasts, YouTube. Like, yeah, y'all can whine and complain all you want to. These casual motherfuckers don't know any better. <laughs> we got them food. And it's more of them than it is of you guys. So we're going to take that easy money. For now. Yeah. For now. But it, 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 it stops somewhere because people stop going, yo, why do you keep fighting that guy? I don't want to see you fight that guy no more. I don't want to see you right. do that no more. And, and, and to me, that's why uh, boxing, um, professional boxing should not be in, on the same league with basketball, football, soccer, hockey, because there's one champion. So, like, you know, you got the NBA playoffs right now. You know, you don't have a silver NBA champion, a bronze NBA. No, you just have one NBA champion. You know, same thing in the field. That's one Super Bowl trophy. That's one Larry O'Brien trophy. That's one uh, 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 um, trophy for uh, the Super Bowl for the NFL. There's one World Series winner. Uh, and the other thing is, you know, when we talk about competition, the best fighting the best, could you imagine if, you know, uh, 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 um, let's take for instance the NFL, could you imagine next year the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions, will have their entire roster back? Could you imagine if, all because they, they added one more game to the NFL season, 17 games. Could you imagine if they, if their whole season was comprised of playing the Detroit Lions, the um, uh, give me another, give me a couple of other NFL teams that suck. Um, uh, Arizona, does Arizona? Suck? Uh, no, no, the no, the Houston Texans. Even though they got Deshaun Watson, they got a bad team. The Houston Texans. The, Deshaun Watson uh, is still there. He's still there. Yeah, he's, you know the issues. He's still there. Um, still under contract. Um, uh, Washington. So, Washington's a better football team now. Uh, it's, 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 it's somebody else who sucks. Let, let, let's just say if Tampa Bay only had to play Detroit, Detroit, and and and, and the Houston Texans for all seventeen games. Dolphins. No, the Dolphins are actually much better now. Damn so man, keep you up to date. Yeah, that much yeah. I, Dolphins, for those Dolphins who are listening, team. I'm not. For those who are listening, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. don't be watching. I don't watch football. So, um, so but imagine you know if he only played those lower level teams, and that was their entire season. And, and just ran through the, them every the, game. And, and so, the, you know what happened? The NFL media and the NFL uh, consumers would be irate. They'd be like, man, I'm not watching this. This, this is, this is, you know, this is slaughter. We're not watching this. We right. want to see Tom Brady. We want to see when, 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 the, uh, um, when the schedules come out, people want to see. That's why they had they rate the, uh, the schedules, strength of schedule. Even in college football, everything is strength of schedule. In boxing, they don't talk about strength of schedule. They say resume, right? Resume is just, they just talk about the name. They don't talk about the totality of it. Yeah. When did you fight them? Yes. Where did you fight them? Yes. Like, what was the situation when they fought? So boxing has a lot of cap 
and it's got a lot of fraud in it that need and fat that needs to be taken out. And it can learn a lot from the other sports to bring clarity. Um, but the reason why they don't want clarity is because like a lot of things in life, mediocrity loves to win. And so you got a lot of mediocre people who are fighting to keep things the way they are based off apathy and ignorance. Facts. Right? Facts. And that's anything like it could be at your job. Yeah. It could be in anything. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of people who you work with at your job, ain't shit. But they're yeah. getting over because of the politics and because of more people like them, they're mediocre. They got a whole squad. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about nobody, but motherfuckers know who they are. So Yeah, they got a whole squad. So... Yeah, yeah, it, it sucks. It sucks. Uh, and, and the more we, it, it's it's crazy because there are so many good, talented fighters. And I'm not, I'm not saying I need to see Devin Haney fight uh, Teofimo Lopez at the end of the year. But if you're not gonna fight, leave. Keep that man name out your mouth. Say, yo, you know what? Right now, I'm not ready for that fight. I would like to build up to that fight. Devin Haney is a great fighter. Um, but I need to get some more fights under my belt before I go chasing him because I don't want to walk into that type of situation and, and, uh, uh, and not understand what it is I'm dealing with. And they're not yeah. doing that. They're saying the social media era that we live in is, is so it's so much filler that people bro, get bro, confused with this shit. It's not just social media. It's our world. So yeah. think about this. Yeah. yeah, People are being persecuted for telling the truth. So I'm, I'm about to go here. and. I don't care what Democrat, Republican. I'm just going to look at something called, you know, facts and, 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 and lies. Man, Donald Trump lost the election. Okay, well, you got a Republican Party that just booted out a congresswoman who's one of the most conservative people on planet Earth. They just kicked her out of leadership of the party because she only stated the obvious facts of the truth. So think about this. If you have, we all know there was no election was stolen. It, it just wasn't. It's, it, the empirical data. Even the states that he lost were run by Republicans. A lot of the ones he's contesting. They made the rules. They have the governorship. They control everything. They've counted over and over again. He still loses. Here's what I don't understand about this again. Again, but the other Republicans won. So if somebody was going to cheat, if I was going to cheat, why would I just, how, how can you cheat and only, and you got everybody on the same ballot, how can one guy get undone and, and, and be cheated, but the rest of the people on, on his squad still winning? That makes no sense. None. So, so, so that's why it's capped. And that's how same thing with boxing. It's the exact same thing. You know, Tiafimo knows yeah you beat Lomachenko yes we know that how, but again how did you even get the Lomachenko fight you got the Lomachenko fight because he ducked Devin Haney how did he duck Devin Haney because people petitioned for the franchise he dropped the bill um, when, when they had the WBC bill when, when they had the WBC uh uh, uh thing and Suleiman explained this he was on there with Bill Haney Bill Haney talked him down on it like explained it he said you know when you were at the, when we had the uh, the banquet we announced him as a franchise champion and we awarded your son the super champion because he gave the belt up. And so, but like Bill Haney trying to tell people, is uh, Devin Haney got the belt no differently than Lennox Lewis 
when Riddick Bowden won the fight with Lennox Lewis. Because he ducked him. I wish y'all could hear what he was saying. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing is, the franchise got again. Um, I forget. I, I, I'm sorry I can't say get a shout out to who did this, who asked the question, say, oh, yeah, this breaking news, main news, is that he asked Suleiman, what is the franchise? He said, well, it's not a belt. It's a designation. It's a designation, man. And Suleiman yeah. said this himself. Yeah. So, and it's, it's supposed to be non-transferable. It's a designation to a fighter who is so important that he carries the sport. So, And he doesn't have a mandatory. He doesn't need to fight. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, just, he, yeah. Basically, he can do what he wants to do. Pretty much. So that's why Canelo got it, which is why he's fighting tomato cans. He can do what he wants to do. And which is why, you know, that, so that's how Canelo was able to get that WBC in the unification with Callum Smith, because that WBC was vacant because David Benavidez lost it on the scale. Yes. Canelo didn't real yeah, quick. Back to, Smith didn't fight for the WBC. Back to Lomachenko. Didn't he get the WBC belt because Mikey Garcia had vacated too to move up? Yeah, but but he fought for it. It was so it was vacant, and he fought, he fought. I forgot who he beat, but he fought and beat somebody for that belt. He didn't fight Mikey. Mikey dropped it. Correct. But then when Mikey vacated it, he fought another guy for that belt. Much like when Keith Thurman was stripped by the WBC for inactivity. Sean Porter and Danny Garcia fought, fought for the WBC belt. Strap. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So, you know, it's not, that's the difference. The difference was when, 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 um, when Lomachenko dropped that belt, nobody disputed it. So it went right to Devin Haney because he didn't drop the belt, move to another, another division. He stayed in the same division and dropped it and just got the franchise designation to not fight Devin Haney, most likely because. His management, his team were like, we don't like that fight for you right now. And I'm only not speaking just because I want to see where he ended up. Okay, haha, here we go. So he fought, wait, let me get it correct. World Boxing Organization Super Featherweight title, Guillermo Rigando, who he stopped. Uh, Jorge Linares, WBA, that's when he fought for that. Jose Pedraza, unanimous decision for, nope, that's WBO, WBA. Okay, he beat Luke Campbell for the vacant WBC world title. Yep, see, right. <clears throat> man, I wish y'all understood what we were trying to say to y'all, man. These fighters are really just moving out the way to get these to get these belts. Well, to get belts so they don't have to fight certain fighters. I think I said that wrong. They're moving out the way so they don't have to fight certain guys who can actually whoop on their head. So Instead of keeping a belt, I know if I worked so hard to get a belt, I wouldn't just give it up. I wouldn't just no. give up a belt. I, I would fight whoever the fuck they put in front of me to make sure I got that. Well, belt. the as thing long as is, it's a fair fight. So again, marketing. The way they look at it is when you when you were is and Tiafimo's, he tell he reveals his character, him and his dad. So let's start with Lomachenko. Lomachenko knew from a marketing his team knew from a marketing standpoint. Well, the casual fan ain't going to know the difference between a franchise champion and super, super champion. Even when he gets announced for anything, or even if you list it, it's still going to say WBC franchise. We still can have a physical belt we can show. The casual fan won't know any better. They're, 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 they don't know enough. So that's how they look at it. Like you say, well, I fall for that belt. I'm not going to give it up. They look at it as, well, the casual fan doesn't know, so we still get to claim the shine from, the, from, from, from being a champion. That's what Tia Fimo is trying to do because he knows 
He gets more money by claiming undisputed, by saying he is the WBC champ when he clearly knows the, the franchise was a designation. But again, he's trying to position himself without doing all the work. He was trying to cut corners. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think the young man works hard in the gym. I think he has a lot of talent, but he's going to lose and lose badly because to me, when you cheat the game and you try to play these games, you start believing that nonsense and it messes you up. And oh, I, yeah. I think I just think it's unfortunate that that he felt he had to resort to those type of, you know, bogus tactics yes. to lie like that, because, you know, skill wise and fighting wise, he's one of the best in the division, clearly. And so to me, get it honest, bro, you're going to get way more respect. The streets are always watching. And I think that's what these guys forget. Like, we see you, bro. Yeah. We know that you're talented. We know that you're, we know what you can do. Um, and then on top of that, after Josh Taylor wins, he tries to go after that, right? Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a call out this guy. I'm a call out that guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, fuck that. By the way, fuck Devin Haney again and all that. Man, all this stuff is 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 useless unless you actually are pre- prepared to go to war with these guys, man. Like, well, he 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 he's angry because he knows Devin Haney's a problem. You look at previous interviews his dad has said Devin Haney's a problem he's looking at it because Devin Haney has not just laid down and let him do what he wants to do and he can't run his game the way he wants to to get that casual fan money the way Canelo does see that's why a lot of these guys run up behind Canelo and they talk a lot because they're trying to figure out how can I duplicate what Canelo has done that's why they be all up his butthole See, Errol go to his fights, but Errol don't say much. Errol watching a boxing match, taking notes like, I want to fight this dude so we can make a super fight. See, he moved differently. These other guys, oh, oh, Canelo, he's one of the greatest. Oh, Canelo, oh, Canelo. You know, sucking his chest nipples. Yeah. Trying to figure out how they can. Trying to steal some shine and get under him and figure out what it is. and, And just trying to figure out how can we make these cutting corner moves like he did, like he does. And at the end of the day, Man, you cheating the game. You, yeah, you really are. Canelo had a back end. Um, he was pushed differently than you are in the way that he goes about things. Actually, Canelo is pretty quiet, too, until lately yeah. since he started showing that, you know, a different well, was, side of him. He, he, he's been built. And yeah, I think what Canelo he, was built, is, he was built well. He was built by Oscar De La Hoya and his matchmaking team. I think the thing about Canelo is he can actually fight. And I think what Canelo is, Canelo has some pride because he knows the real ones see what he's doing. Absolutely. And he don't like it. He can say what he wants to, but he don't like he don't like that people who really know boxing think this about him. He can say he don't care, but it's getting under it's, it's getting to him. And then when you got guys like Andre, you know, you can clown him. Everybody can laugh at Andre, but Andre is, you know, he still has, you know, he's still making points. Take Andre out of it. Listen, listen to what he said. Who did Rocky Fielding fight? You know? That's a fact. That's a fact. Who did, Rocky, who, who did Rocky Fielding fight? You know, who did Billy Joe Saunders fight? Who did Abney Yildirim fight? We, we keep going down the list. So at the end of the day, no, you didn't fight Andre because Andre was going to be more of a prop. That's why Absolutely. you didn't fight him. Absolutely. And so, but I think Canelo has been honing in his skills because he knows he's going to have to pay the piper someday. And he, he doesn't want to go out the game. I hope he doesn't go out the game thinking that he's not going to have to fight most of those guys, he's gonna have to. You are gonna so have to because it's it's coming sooner or later. It's it's coming sooner or later. There's no so think, way you can avoid what's happening. 
That's There's why no he built himself into this little indestructible tank, trying to prepare himself because he knows he knows it's coming and he's oh, got yeah. to prepare for the wrath. Now I think he made a tactical error. It was, it was overall a strategic. I get his tactics, but it was strategic error because he's gotten all these powder puffs. He should have alternated. He should have taken champion. hard guy. Okay, a little lower level guy. Champion. Medium guy. Yeah. Then the really top level guy. Then yeah. come back down. He should have peaked and valued it. See, now, bro, you don't went through all the tomato cans. You know what I'm saying? You don't went through all the tomato cans down there. And so now, you know, and Caleb Plant isn't a tomato can. I think he's favored in that fight, but he's not a tomato can. So you're going to start with Caleb Plant, but then after Caleb Plant, it gets serious from there. It's kind of hard because where are you gonna go? If you go down to 160, you don't have to hit, you're gonna have to see Andre the Mall. If you're on 168, Andre the Mall will come get you. Otherwise, you gotta go see the guy that is really a 168 and Benavidez. Yeah. You know, if you're on 175, where are you gonna go? You're gonna have to see better B ever B ball. Yeah. So and I think he's fine with B ball, he won't touch better B. But so my thing is like he don't have many other places to go to, which is why he's been getting stronger, getting stronger, getting stronger, trying to take as little punishment, making his fights as easy as possible. Him and Bud have the exact same strategy. You know what? He said something in an interview uh, uh, after, I think, not this fight, but the fight before that one. He said, you guys just want to see me get hurt. <laughs> and the guy that asked the question, he was like, Canelo, it's not that we want to see you get hurt. We want to see you fight the best. And he looked at Canelo, just looked that at him. He's like, I just fought. He said, no, we want to see you fight the best. He said, he just laughed at him. He said, you guys just want to see me get hurt. And in the realization, see, there's things like when he's saying st- things like that, there are realizations to me. I I hear it. Like, I know what I'm listening to. You're okay with fighting guys that you know you can whoop. Well, his thing, what about you hurting that guy? So, you know, it, it's always, look, it's always going to be something. It's going to be excuses. I mean, I know what it is. At the end of the day, um, it's about trying to remove, you know, as a lot of guys call it, old media out the way with all that hot air, you know, um, pushing this nonsense to the casual fans and, and trying to educate the casual fans on, on, on the game. Right. Because so they don't, they don't hurt the game yeah. with that bullshit. Y'all making the game yeah. suffer. Yeah. It, not only that, but also they, they are, um, you know, they're also being ripped off. Um, and so, you know, that's why a lot of you look at the market share for combat sports. That's why Dana White in the UFC it's taking so much of the market share because the best fight the best and people clearly know it. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens um, out of all the, you know, sports. I don't even want to call boxing a major sport, even though it is just because of the way it's run. It's the weakest. It's in the worst condition. Um, and it's that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a mockery, man. I, I, I hate that yeah. so much because it's like, damn. Everything I know and love about this sport that makes it beautiful is being taken advantage of and is being yeah. diluted. Just and I get it; people want to make money. I understand that. But like you were saying, hey, fight the fight a champion, then fight someone in the middle of the road. Fight a champion, yeah. then fight someone in the yeah. middle of the road. Just to keep yeah. yourself sharp. You ain't got to fight everybody yeah. all at one time. Yeah. I'm not asking yeah. you to do that. Yeah. I understand yeah. you need to you need to take a break. I, I get that. Yeah. But but the game is being so diluted that when people look at it, they like you said, the casual fan do, does not understand what they're looking at when yeah. they see a guy that just got a bunch of knockouts. Amir Khan jumps up two two weight classes after he's been off for two years to fight Canelo Alvarez. Like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, again, 
people are being fooled uh, left and right. And uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. And uh, it's sad. Like I said, you don't see YouTubers hitting up the Brooklyn Nets. Like, all right, uh, KD, I got my, I got my five with me. Come on, let's play. Right. Nobody, nobody hitting them up. Right. Nobody's hitting up, you know, Patrick Patty Mahomes saying, hey, I got my, I got my group of guys. I got my 11 guys over here. Let's hit the football field. Yeah. Let's, let's, do a, let's do a quarterback challenge. Yeah, no, no, nobody's doing that. So, um, you know, it, it, they got to take, boxing has to take itself more seriously. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, boxing's back because, you know, we're so excited. We got a legitimate fight. And that's sad. You know, that is really sad. And it used and to be one up. time when you, you could look at a guy on TV, whether he was a comedian, a basketball player, a baseball player, or a boxer, and you would go, yo, that's a bad motherfucker. I would hate to run into him. Now you're looking at boxing and everybody thinks that they can jump up and do it. Yeah, everybody thinks they can jump up because it's a money grab. It's a money grab. And every, you know, like the Paul brothers, it's a reason why, you know, they look to move past YouTube and get into boxing because they see it's there to be had. Yeah. Now, yeah. you don't see the Paul brothers saying, all right, let's, let's come on, LeBron, let's go. You don't see them saying, you know, hey, Fernando Tatis Jr., I'm going to come down to the Padre Stadium. We're going to play a game of baseball. You don't see them doing that. You know, you, you, don't, you don't see them coming at the other athletes. The top the athletes. Sport. Right. And not even just Pitt. No, they ain't coming at the one. They ain't coming at the last man on the bench. They're yeah. not coming at the other sports at yeah. all. Yeah, true. The Very true. Don't even come out their mouth. Very true. See, they, they're, they're in there. They, they stay in their place when it comes to even the UFC. Look at it. That's why, you know, he's fighting these UFCers. But ones who don't have any striking or boxing background and mostly wrestlers or something like that, he's boxing them, right? He's using boxing as a vehicle to do that and making a mockery of the, of, of the sport. Um, but the sport doesn't take itself seriously enough. Yeah. Um, people aren't taking care of the sport the way they should. That that you you won't see that in football, basketball, baseball, hockey, tennis. You know, and, and you playing around at a, at a at a heavyweight level. Like if you were really in there with a real heavyweight, it fuck your ass up and send you home. And, yeah, and it's just I'm just not it's, impressed. Not yeah, impressed. Not, not impressed. And at not the end impressed. of the day, you know, it's because it's corrupt. You know what 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 uh you know um athletic state athletic commission is you know granting these licenses to these non boxers. You know what I'm saying? Because it's about money. It's generating a bunch of money. And um, it's dangerous because it's boxing. <laughs> you can get hurt. Somebody gets seriously hurt. And eventually, somebody is going to get seriously get hurt. Yeah. Eventually, somebody's going to get seriously hurt. And I think it's going to shut that shit down. Yeah. Um, there's a reason why it's Floyd Mayweather is, is fighting the one of the Paul, the Paul brothers who walking on 200 plus pounds. He don't get his ass whooped, but it's, it's, it's going to minimize because of the size difference. Notice, you don't see... You know, these YouTubers, you don't see him saying, all right, David Benavidez, let's, let's, let's go in, in a boxing exhibition. You know, they're walking around 200 pounds. You don't see them saying, hey, Usyk, yeah. come on, why don't we go for it? Deontay yeah, they, they're not going to go for the, like I said, they're not Tyson going for Fury. the top guys. They're not going to do they're that. Not even, but not even, I mean, Mayweather's a former guy. No more, he's older, retired. But the, at the end of the day. But the, the, the. the the advantage you have at being 200 pounds against a guy that's walking around at 145. Like there's a exactly. lot of, like you can take the punishment yeah. a lot better. Right. And so people like the novelty and the oddity of it, like the carnival, you know, like the circus, 
But at the end of the day, it's absolutely preposterous and has nothing to do with boxing. But no, boxing is boxing is being used. So uh, but, it's a know, money they, grab. It's a money grab. Yeah, it's a money grab. But they're okay with it. And at the end of the day, um, you know, it's a market for it. It's a business. But um, they are playing boxing. I know people say you don't play boxing, but they are playing. But they're they playing are. the sport of boxing. Not actually the activity, no. but they're playing the sport. They are playing. Using it. Yeah. Yeah, they are they fucking get, us over. Yeah, yeah. The sport, the sport is getting played, and yeah. so um, you know, hey, it's unfortunate, but if they're okay with it, then you know, what's what's, what's the saying? If you like it, I love it, right? So fuck. I it. guess, yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, not impressed. Um, it, it's 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 sad to see. It's one one of those things where people go, oh, I know how to do the Philly shell. Is is the same shit as that when people say I can do the Philly shell? Do you know how long it takes to do that shit? Yeah. You it's, know, do you know, do you know how long it takes for you to even learn how to box in a square in one little small square, a six by six square, and be able to learn how to do the Philly shell with yeah. a guy throwing punches at you? Do you even know how to catch a jab? Do you know yeah. how to parry the jab? It, it's just different things that, that, that go into it. And people are just taking advantage of a sport that people put so much hard work and dedication into. Um, they sacrifice their life. They wake up and they go and they do this thing over and over and over again in a repeated repetitious rhythm. Uh, to no end just to get better and, and, and be the best that they can be and the fact that boxing has sunken to a point where it's okay for these type of things to happen where it's okay to sanction guys to do exhibitions and make this money and i get it make your money i hope y'all give some to charities and everything like that but it's 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 a sport where you can actually lose your fucking life man like like yeah. no one's no one that is really doing boxing is playing with you they aren't playing with you. Like if a if one of these real fighters, you get in there with a real fighter, man, their whole job and goal is to get you out of there by hook or crook. And they found a way to take advantage of the sport. I get I guess this is where we are with it. But I hope down yeah. the line, you know, instead of cheating the sport, we get more people treating it fairly and doing everything that they are doing the things that they need to do possible to make it better because I'm not enjoying it. I get it. You want to make your money, and if they say it brings more people into the sport to uh, make the sport better. That's fun. That's fine. But those people are going to be casual fans and they still aren't going to have a better understanding of it. That's why we need more guys like Andre Ward who are at the fights uh, commentating. They're speaking. They're telling you about what's actually going on in the ring and they're preparing you for, for what you're seeing. And we're not seeing a lot of that. We're getting a lot of guys who are running their mouths and, and, and putting on a show and not making the sport better than what it should be. And again, I'm just not impressed, man. I I I want more for the for the sport of boxing. I wish to see more from the sport of boxing, and we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, yeah. Facts, facts plus tax, as you say. And uh, yeah, I'm salute not to Ike P. Yes, sir. No doubt. I'm gonna let so, you yeah. go ahead and get up out of here, bro. Because we no been, doubt, bro. We've been, we've been rattling you. for a while. Yes, oh man, I appreciate. No it. doubt. To everyone out there, man, I wish you nothing but peace, love, life, health, and success. And when you get to the point that you get tired and, and you need to take a drink, I hope you are drinking from that big ass cup. And it's a tall one, too, man. But sip slowly and enjoy it and savor it. This is Jamie and Matt. We out of here. This is another episode of Clean Breaks Boxing. Appreciate you, bro. No doubt. Likewise. Peace. Yes, sir. We out. <laughs>